everyone. Welcome to More of Mel, the podcast where we talk about the ins and outs of young womanhood. I'm your host, Melody, and on today's episode, Island Girl Takes the City, I'm basically going to rant to you guys about the crazy-ass culture shocks that I experienced moving from Haiti, a small Caribbean island, to Boston, a big American city for college. Okay, so before we get into it, I'm not going to talk about all of the culture shocks because truthfully, we'd be here for days on end. Rather, I'm going to dive into the two most striking ones that nearly sent me over the edge at the beginning of this school year, you guys. The first of which being the differences in upbringing. Now listen, before I left home, me and my mom had the inevitable talk. And to summarize what she said, it was along the lines of, Don't expect anyone at your school to have had the same upbringing as you. Don't get me wrong, I did take that talk seriously because honestly, you guys, I'm a creature of habit. And once things start to shift, I start to lose all sense. However, at that time, I did not know how seriously I actually should have taken that talk. I know right now, some of you guys are probably shitting on me and laughing at me. And some of you guys are like, oh my gosh, damn, this girl is so dense. Of course, things would be different here in the U.S. And of course, people wouldn't act the same here as they did in Haiti. But no, you guys, like on everything I love, it's a whole different ballgame that really threw me off, like severely threw me off. I must say, though, I'm no stranger to the United States by any means. I mean, I literally have an eagle on my passport. But coming here for vacation versus actually living here and having your roots planted here are two completely different things. I remember actually when I first came here, I really felt this sense of intense isolation because of how cold all of the people were. Well, this is from my experience at least, but contrary to popular belief, I feel like us Caribbeans are so warm and welcoming and loving And so when I came here, I was really thrown off balance because I'm so used to everyone being familial. And here, it was just cold front city. I don't know though, like I said, this is my personal experience and it's gotten way better, honestly, but damn, did it take some getting used to. Hell, I'm still getting used to it. Speaking of getting used to things, I'm really gonna overuse that sentence. I apologize in advance. Let me get into the second culture shock that really sent me into some kind of spatial orbit because it's something that I'm not planning on getting used to anytime soon, and I mean anytime soon, ever. Okay, so for some very important context, I grew up in the Caribbean, like I said 20 million times already, but more importantly, I grew up in Haiti, where men actually worship the ground women walk on. Um, Of course, there are always the exceptions that dog us for fun, but overall, the way men treat women in Haiti is not something I can actively complain about. Although, trust me, I will complain about it down. Um, Yeah, so I cannot say the same for American men because you guys are truly something else and not in a good way at all. Now, we can say what we want about Haitian men, And trust me, I've got tons and tons of negative things to say about them. But one thing about Haitian men is that they will wine and dine the absolute crap out of you, especially if they're pursuing you. As a matter of fact, there's a story that comes to mind. 
I distinctively remember every time I went out with a group of my male friends, my wallet would actually never be touched. And I'm not even saying that to be a drama queen or to exaggerate anything. I mean, literally never be touched. I'm being so serious, you guys. In other words, though, the only way a woman would ever pay for drinks or a meal in Haiti would be over their guy friend's dead bodies. Oh my god, okay, <laughs> another story comes to mind. So, me and my friend, this is a guy friend, me and my friend went out this one time, and everything was going so great, as it usually does with this person. The food was amazing, we had gone to one of her favorite restaurants, conversation flowed, and apparently I made the rookie mistake of taking my wallet out, but this is something one does hoping to split the bill out of the decency of their heart, you know? But I kid you not, guys, without a second thought, he literally snatched my wallet and chucked it across the restaurant as if that was the most normal thing to occur. He then proceeded to pay for the bill. Now, granted, he really did not have to do all that. Like, that was way too much. But it's just to show you guys, like, the principle of things and how women are treated in Haiti when it comes to being wined and dined, you know? Whereas in the U.S., I truly have not had a single door held open for me, not once. Well, wait, wait, that's low-key a lie because there was that one guy in August, but I'm pretty sure it was a father moving his daughter in, so that really doesn't count. Shout out to him, though. Love him, miss him so much, hope he's alive and well. But no, um, yeah, so I'm so for real about this because I refuse to stop being treated the way I have been in the past, like deadass refuse, sorry not sorry you guys. It's just that the polarization is so baffling to me. For instance, another story time shocker. So earlier in the second semester, I was seeing this one guy, right? And the red flags were already flagging, so I don't know why I went on the second date. We had gone out earlier prior to the second date, so yeah. We go out this one night to this cute restaurant, this cute bar, whatever. Everything was going really smoothly. We were laughing, had so much in common. He was being sweet. And then boom, nightmare, the bill arrives. Now, I really don't know what got into me that night. Maybe some alter ego took over. I was feeling frisky. I don't know because I never do this. However, I offered to pay for the bill. And guys, this man actually tried to play in my face talking about some, oh, oh, no, I got it. Mind you, the waiter was halfway across the restaurant with my cute little TD bank card by that time, swiping it up and down, robbing me of my well-earned money. And I know you guys are probably laughing at me and saying, oh my god, this girl complains so much. I know I offered, but damn bro, whatever happened to snatching girls' wallets to prevent them from paying? No, but guys, in all seriousness, I think American dudes need their brains rewired. Because if I have to go through this for the next three years, you guys are going to have to come visit me in some sort of nut house. But all of this is not to say that Haitian men are perfect in any way, shape, or form, because they really are not. They're far from it, actually. Trust me, I have gone through my fair share of trials and tribulations with these men. But those are stories that are reserved for another episode. However, they do know how to wine and dine us women. Also, on another note, I really don't want anyone to feel like this whole episode has been a personal attack towards American men. Because, although it low-key is, it's really not. I'm simply recounting my experiences thus far with them. 
Let's also keep in mind though that I'm only a freshman in college and therefore still have three more years here at least. So I'm praying and begging and hoping that they prove me wrong. As of right now though, I'm not impressed, not their biggest fan, let's step it up. But wait guys, I have this theory, okay? And tell me if I'm right. I'm sure my Emerson ladies can attest to this. I think it's the guys at my school, honestly. Emerson men, it's a case that needs to be studied at Harvard University by world-renowned researchers because it's something so out of this world that I will never be able to wrap my head around. But one thing that I've had to learn through all of these culture shocks is adaptability. Now I'm going to need you guys to bear with me because I'm going to be repeating that word quite a bit. Although I do wish that everywhere in the world was like Haiti and that everyone around me was brought up in a Haitian household, I simply cannot have those expectations because one, they're so unrealistic and two, they will only hold me back from evolving in this new space where I find myself. I've honestly come to realize that to adapt, I'm going to have to learn, well, unlearn. Oh my god, I can't talk. <laughs> I'm going to have to unlearn certain things that I grew up abiding by because I cannot expect the people in my present environment to magically switch up because I'm used to a certain lifestyle. That's just not how it works, you guys. But moral of the story is that adaptability, although it's so important and so essential, it's quite the process and it will take some time, guys. Honestly, I'm probably still going to be adjusting by the time I'm a senior. On a real ass note though, shout out, shout out to my Haitian boys. I can't really take myself seriously while saying that because you guys have given me hell. But I really don't want everyone to feel like this whole episode has been me complaining about it or me complaining about everything that I've experienced thus far moving to America. I'm honestly so beyond grateful and beyond blessed to be able to experience a world outside of Haiti because so many kids my age from my country will never get that chance and will never get that opportunity. So please don't take this as me complaining. I'm just venting to you guys because my poor therapist cannot take this all on her own. But yeah, all right, you guys. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning into today's episode of More of Mel, Island Girl Takes the City. Again, it's your host, Mel, and I really hope you guys enjoyed the topic of the day culture shocks I experienced coming to Boston from Haiti. I love you all so much and tune in next time on More of Mel.